We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're still at the point, though. I, I know the, the Browns' playoff chances are under 5%, right? Whether they're 1% or 2%, whether last night's Jets game put them closer to 3% or close, I don't really care. Um, to me, it's a yes-no question. Have the Browns been eliminated from the playoffs? As the answer is no, I'm, I'm excited to see how the team responds. The Baltimore win was what it was, right? Yes, you beat a backup quarterback, but you beat the Baltimore Ravens. And I just – I. I, I just uh, maybe it's because it was just burned in my brain how many times that team has beat you, right? And they've beaten you with uh, non-elite quarterbacks like Joe Flacco, Kyle Bowler beat your ass, right? So you've lost to every manner of good and bad quarterback, right? So beating the bang, beating the Ravens, even though it was not anywhere close to beating the Bengals, it's a win. I'll take that win, and now. It really, I, I don't think anything outside of making the playoffs can turn this season into a full-fledged success, right? There are things, there are silver linings that I will look at and I will appreciate. It doesn't mean it changes my impact or my thought process on the entire organization. It doesn't mean that I'm suddenly going to be looking at Kevin Stefanski in glowing light because he's got that strong jawline with the with the uh, 5 o'clock shadow and say, oh, there's our dreamy coach. No. But I think there's this weird divisive thing happening in Cleveland now that it's either you think, um, I, no, 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 that's not true. I think. I think people are saying that if you aren't just completely crapping all over the Browns for every single thing right now, then you're being a homer, which I totally understand the idea behind that. I understand the idea of being all the way negative about the Cleveland Browns. And am I happy with the Cleveland Browns? No. Right? Do I want to see the Browns do more stupid social media stuff with one of the Paul brothers? I don't even know who it is. They're both chachas. They both look like chachas. They could both probably kick my ass. Not even probably. They both could kick my ass. But, no, I don't really want to see any more of that. Hey, guys, he's joined our social media team. Wink. Isn't that funny? Eh. Didn't really work for me. Would I like to, would I like to talk about a 11-6 uh, team? Instead of a team that at best is going to be a nine and eight team, yes. Do I am I am I also in full blown burn it down Tesh's mode? No. And it's weird to me that there's a couple hardliners, and I'll be honest with you, one of them I work with. Right, um, Monday show. It's funny. I heard Dustin call into the morning show today, and Dustin's like, "Well, Nick wouldn't even talk to me at the end of Monday show because I wouldn't let him have a victory Monday." Uh, no. No, you pissed me off because you allowed your grumpiness with the Cleveland Browns to be taken out on me. That's why I got pissed off on Monday. Like, the whole thing. And, and by the way, so that's one Grinch with the Cleveland Browns that works on this station. Another guy. And let me tell you, I love the passion that I hear and that you're about to hear from Anthony Lima. 
I do. Because Lima's not the overly nostalgic, overly emotional one. So I don't think it's some phony baloney thing that he's doing. I think Lima's very frustrated with the state of the Cleveland Browns, and I empathize. I am right there with him. But he got into the Browns' potential to go 9-8 and eight, and, and how people have talked about the potential to go 9-8. and eight. And I want you to listen to this because I think there are some things I agree with, and I think there are some things that uh, I, I think as predictable, you know I'm not going to agree with. Here's Anthony. They have a lot of high-paid players on this team. They just went and got Deshaun Watson for $230 million. They traded everything to go get him. They are in win-now mode. Are we still doing victory fridges? Are we still acting like every win is this unbelievable turn of event? You're supposed to win. Why is it that this city treats vi- we got to do Victory Tuesday. I saw it on the local affiliates this week. We have to keep the victory thing going. You beat Tyler Huntley. When is this town going to wake up and have expectations well, for its football team? Guys, 16 teams win every freaking weekend in the NFL. Why is it supposed to be that we're doing victory fridges at the end of a season where we're going to miss the playoffs for the second straight year? The attitude needs to change in this town. You need to have expectations for this team. You can't act like it's an expansion team when we won a game. We're not acting like it's yes, an expansion team. Yes, we are. Yes, team. we are. Yes, we are. This whole town it's is. It's a game that needs to, a win needs to be celebrated. They won the game. They need to celebrate it's it. It's in embarrassing. Kenny, it's embarrassing. They wouldn't do that in New York. It's they wouldn't do that in Philly. They wouldn't do that hat. in big markets. That hat. is minor league stuff. It's that That is not true. Yes, it is. That it's, is not this the whole organizations. Town, this week has been minor league. That is not true. This entire that week has true. been an embarrassment. That is, and by the way, props to Ken Carmen for putting up the good fight. I have been in that I've been in that ring with Dustin in that same exact froth state that both those gentlemen are. Um, I thought they did a great job talking about this this morning. But Anthony Lima's premise is that people are celebrating the idea of 9 and 8. And I would like him to show me who's celebrating nine and eight. I would like who would show me. I, I would like him to show me who's celebrating six and eight. All right, by saying I enjoyed the Baltimore win, that's not saying, woo, the Browns don't suck. No, over fourteen games they've sucked. And by saying that that uh, they have a chance to go nine and eight, and that should probably be our expectation. And being able to say that is some level of an accomplishment. That's not celebrating it. All right? And in this idea that, oh, well, if it's not the playoffs, then screw everything else. Then cancel the rest of the damn season. What are we doing here? Right? Why even enjoy it? Right? Don't even go tomorrow. Don't watch it on your TV because it doesn't matter. It's meaningless. The 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 the, the whole thing's fake. The whole thing's rigged. Fake news, fake news, fake news. What the hell are we doing? You can't enjoy a win or you're a homer. You can't enjoy a win or you're an apologist. How about we grow up and say it was a fun win against Baltimore because you beat a team that historically has beat your ass for umpteenth times. So, yeah, I enjoyed beating the damn Baltimore Ravens, but I'm not celebrating the Cleveland Browns, and nobody is. But it's this idea you got to batter each other over the head over who's more of a Browns fan. We're holding them accountable. Show me on the doll how you're holding the Cleveland Browns accountable. Every Monday we come out and hammer them for screw-ups. Is it should we come out every day and say the world is the world is joyless, there's no fun in sports, hashtag suck at Cleveland Browns. This does every moment of every show from here into infinity, does it have to be 
bleep the Haslams, bleep JW, bleep Jake Paul, bleep Deshaun Watson. Is that what you're looking for? What is it? Who's celebrating 9-8? and eight? Who's celebrating mediocrity? I don't see a single damn person waving a banner at the idea of 9-8. and eight. We're simply saying if you start 4-7 and seven, you end 9-8, and eight, that is something. It's not the playoffs. It's not what we want it to be. The Browns are not where we want it to be. Does that mean we have to burn it down every single damn week? Good God. Like, what's the appropriate level of negativity? Right? Do I have to wrap myself in a brown and orange flag and hurl myself off the 480 bridge to prove, ah, oh, look how objective I am. I'm holding them accountable. Like, what are we doing? There's three games left to play. And by the way, here's an objective. This is, this is a fact. This is not an opinion. The Browns have not been eliminated from the playoffs. There's not one person on this station that I've heard that thinks they're going to make it. You know why? Because it's far-fetched. It's 1%, 2%, 3%. Who the hell knows? But acknowledging that has somehow, saying a fact has now made you a homer. If you say, what is real? It is real. The Browns have not been eliminated from the playoffs yet. Homer, you're celebrating mediocrity. What are we looking for? Is is just criticizing them when they deserve criticism, right? Is that not enough? Right? A victory Monday has to turn into, well, they won, but still screw Kevin Stefanski. I still have the criticisms of Stefanski. I still have criticisms. I'm, I'm disappointed in what we've seen from Deshaun Watson so far. I would have liked to have the, the big moment where we can say, that's why you traded him. It hasn't happened. So who on God's green earth is saying this is good enough? And how is admiring a win or admiring a stretch of football and by the way, if I hear one more person talk about, oh, they're doing a full Mangini, Eric Mangini was 1-11. and 11. Eric Mangini had you on track for the number one pick in the NFL draft. Your owner, who lacked the balls to be an NFL owner, uh, went out and hired another ahead of the organization, and then, because they won four games at the end of a season, refused to fire that crappy coach. This is nothing like that. Winning six of seven games at the end of the season does mean something. There is some world in between waving a flag at nine and eight and saying, well, you know what? We wanted to see them finish strong. They did. And then going to the opposite and saying, none of this matters. Burn it all down. I don't know what anyone is looking for from the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns can't unlose the game to the Jets. They can't unlose that Baltimore game. They can't come out with fire against Miami coming off the bye week. They can't undo any of that trash. And believe me, it still pisses me off. I have no idea if Kevin Stefanski is going to be here in two years. But I also don't hear a single damn person celebrating 9-8 and eight and celebrating mediocrity and this is just feels like an extension of the Sashi Wars and the Baker Wars and all this stuff where we just turn our guns on each other because we don't have any way to hold the organization accountable. 
216-578-0092. What would a 9-8 finish mean? Should that be celebrated? I don't even know what celebration means. I don't even know what celebrating 9-8 means. Where you're not, there's not a victory parade for that. There's not, uh, nobody's asking them to throw up a friggin' banner because the Browns might finish nine and eight. No one's saying, uh, by the way, I said it earlier today, fire Joe Woods. The Browns can go nine and eight. It'll make me feel less bad about Kevin Stefanski, and they should still fire Joe Woods. Is that what we're looking for? What's the appropriate bloodlust that we can all agree upon, that we can all get real close on and say this, this is the pound of flesh that we need so that we can all agree these, these, these hucksters, these reverse carpetbaggers can, can seriously take our team to the right direction. We'll feel better if they just do this. But I don't hear a single damn person being happy about where the Browns are. They're just not crawling in the pit and dying and rolling over and being negative and bitching and moaning about it. There are plenty of things to complain about with the Browns. We'll keep doing it. But I'm going to need some real proof about who's celebrating 9-8 and because I haven't heard it yet. I've just heard people say, well, they could still go 9-8. and that's a, that's a fact. I'm just going to tell you, it's cold outside. It is colder than hell outside. I can see outside. I'm sitting in my wife's office at her desk looking outside. And there is, there's a cornfield, because I live in Manaway. That's Everybody lives across the field from a, from a cornfield in Manaway. That's how, you, that's how you know you live in Manaway. But I'm, I'm just seeing snow just roll across. It looks like the dust bowl, right? Those old pictures of like the huge clouds of dust, but with snow. So it's cold. So hopefully you're being safe. Hopefully uh, you are having a happy and merry Christmas Eve Eve. I do feel like Christmas, you know, I grew up in a uh, in a Christian household. Christmas is the holiday. I feel like having an Eve isn't enough, right? I'm, I'll, I'll Straight up, if, you, if I could do the 12 days of Christmas and I could just take 12 days off from Christmas, meaning I would take. 12 days off from work and just celebrate Christmas for 12 days, I'd, I'd damn sure do it. Our Jewish friends with Hanukkah, they got to figure it figured out. Although I, I don't think a lot of Jewish people take off the full days of Hanukkah, but again, I, they at least celebrated for more than just a day or two there. That's, that's where it's at. Uh, we got the 5 at 5 coming up, and uh, I also have to ask Daryl Ryder. Daryl had something to say about uh, Cleveland celebrating mediocrity and that was he was kind of in agreement with Anthony Lima this morning and I just don't see anybody celebrating what's happened with the Browns I just don't I I I see us pointing out that they have a chance to go nine and eight I I see us asking the question what does nine and eight mean if you don't make the playoffs right I mean that would make you 500 over the last two years I don't know you can celebrate that I also don't know we can look at that and say it's the biggest failure in Cleveland. It's somewhere in between. It's it's mediocre. It's middle of the road. I can't call for everybody to get fired if they go 500 over two years, no matter the talent level, 
because the reality is I, I think we're not that far off. Listen, I don't think this team is too far off of competing for titles. You've got a franchise quarterback, a franchise edge rusher, and you, you're talking about, I think, the offensive line. Even though the left tackle is not a great spot, I think your offensive line uh, alongside the Jack Conklin uh, contract extension today, I think that's in a good spot. I think Amari Cooper and DPJ can help you get where you want to go. Nick Chubb, Denzel Ward. I still think you have most of the talent you need. So if you go 9-8, and eight, miss the playoffs, fire Joe Woods, hire a good defensive coordinator, and and spend properly this offseason, yes, I think the expectations in the bar should be raised again. But the real question is, the Browns have, to this point, failed to meet the bar we set for them. It is very unlikely they'll go to the playoffs. So if we're not celebrating them, and I damn sure don't see any, guys, I have not had one conversation with anybody where anyone's like, woo, six and eight, who wants to get naked, has not happened. All right? That'd be weird if any conversation ended with, with me, with who wants to get naked. Ain't nobody wants to see that. Well, there's one person, and she's upstairs wrapping gifts. And that's her judgment call, not anybody else's. But if not celebrating, what's the appropriate response to finishing the season? Because I think it's easy to get into the, eh, you only beat Tanner Huntley, he's a backup. Eh, you only beat uh, uh, Tom Brady, who's not Tom Brady this year. Uh, you only beat D- uh, Kyle Allen, I almost <laughs> said Davis Mills the third. I think it's easy to qualify literally every win you have. But those same people aren't qualifying the losses. I am totally okay with people being pissed off about where we are, where the Browns are. But to act as if as if not wanting hellfire and brimstone to rain down as if not going volcanic every single day on this radio is somehow celebrating it, we have very different definitions of celebration. Uh, Boehm, I know you said we got a caller. Who do we have on the line here, buddy? We had Lewis. Or no, we have a new one. It's Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, how's it going? It's going all right, buddy. How you doing, buddy? Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that. Yes. Oh, same to you and your family. Um, Thanks, bud. I just want to say the only thing we got to look forward to is, uh, you know, Deshaun's improvement. And I don't. I have no way that we're going to go nine and eight. It's just not going to happen. And then I oh, got right, one real question, quick, buddy. What? Why do you think that, Jeff? That's easy. Deshaun hasn't been in the system that long, and. Uh, you know, next year, everyone's, you know, when you play next year, everyone's going to be a year older. You know, more use and abuse on their bodies. When he got suspended for 11 games, that kind of ruined everything. But I did think Jacoby's, you know, done good when he was in there. So I got one question for you, and then I'll hang up and uh, let you answer it. The only question is that I have is, if Deshaun really started every game, how many games would we have won? Because I think none. Not as of now. And that's all I got. 
All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate the call, Jeff. And, again, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that. Um, Well, I think you would have beaten Carolina because you didn't um, – Jacoby wasn't any good. You won in spite of Jacoby. I think you probably would have lost maybe one more game early, and I think you would have won more games down the stretch. Specifically, from the Baltimore game to uh, the Buffalo game, I think you'd have a couple more wins. I think you'd at least be one game better if Deshaun had started. But the reality is, you're not 6-8 and eight with a 2% chance of going to the playoffs because Jacoby was a starter. It's the defense. I, and I and I, and I I really do want to be sensitive because I think it's fair to say it's really tough to be talking about uh, people's jobs in in the Christmas time. But to me, the best-case scenario is the Browns go 9-8, and eight, you finish the season strong, and Joe Wood still gets fired. I just think that's the appropriate thing to happen, whether you go 8-9, and 9-8, nine, nine and eight, or 7-10, and 10, something like that. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.